It's the third Thursday of July, and you're listening to 3 Minute 3 R's, your monthly recap of efforts to replace, reduce, and refine the use of animals in research. This month, we've got two replacement-related papers to talk about, but we'll start with another important R, reproducibility. Reproducibility is a cornerstone of the scientific method, but unfortunately, it's considered to be quite poor for all research findings, and especially animal studies. Experts in animal biology, experimental design, and statistics argue that one major cause of poor reproducibility is inappropriate standardization in the face of biological variation. In nature, individual animals and humans vary greatly as a result of the interaction between their genes and the environment. So if studies standardize this natural variation too much, then they risk producing findings that are not reproducible outside of a very specific set of conditions. As a solution, experts recommend that researchers should deliberately diversify their study subjects, such as by varying sex, genotype, age, and environmental conditions. This does not necessarily need to increase sample size or overall cost. And ultimately, this diversification can reduce long-term research costs, increase efficiency, and reduce overall animal suffering. To learn more, go online to read the full paper in Nature Reviews Neuroscience. From reproducibility to replacing animals in the fight against rabies. Vaccines are a vital tool in the fight against disease. This includes neglected tropical diseases such as rabies, which kills around 60,000 people each year, mainly in Africa and Asia. When inactivated rabies vaccines are produced, they go through many stages of quality control, including testing for any remaining live virus. This process traditionally uses a lot of animals, but a recent paper by Beatriz Lorenzo Marrera and colleagues explores an alternative in vitro assay that could replace some of this animal use. The new method combines two in vitro techniques to create an assay that's three times more sensitive than in vivo testing and five times quicker than other in vitro assays. What's more, it could replace the use of animals in residual live virus detection, decreasing animal use in quality control by two-thirds overall. While further validation is needed, and regulatory challenges still exist, this study shows what the three R's have to offer in vaccine development. Read the paper now in PLOS Neglected Tropical Diseases. And we'll finish with an emerging invertebrate alternative, the greater wax moth Galleria melanella. Over the past few years, the larvae of these moths have shown themselves to be increasingly valuable as infectious disease models. The moth larvae share a number of features with the mammalian innate immune system, which lets researchers study pathogenesis and screen for potential therapeutics in an invertebrate system. A new paper from researchers at Imperial College London presents Galleria as a model of tuberculosis, the leading cause of infectious disease mortality worldwide. Despite its global toll, there remains just a single FDA-approved vaccine and only a handful of treatments available for those infected with TB. Working with a recently characterized attenuated double oxytrophic strain of TB called SIM-TB, which can be studied in biosafety level 2 laboratories, the researchers describe infection and immune response in the moths and use them to screen a handful of antimicrobacterial agents. The full details can be found in the journal Virulence. And with that, we'll wrap up July. 3 Minute 3Rs is brought to you each month by the NC3Rs, the North American 3Rs Collaborative, and Lab Animal. 
stay cool, stay healthy, and we'll see you again in August.